0: Welcome to episode 156 of Terror Vision Horror Podcast. Now, yeah, my cold question, mm. which is always themed to the film that we watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jen, yeah. which horror movie scarred you for life?
1: I mean, I've never physically been scarred for life no, no by a horror a movie. No actually, that's a lie. I have definitely, I worked in a, in a blockbuster in Morfitt Vale, mm-hmm. so I've definitely had things thrown at me. Um, I wouldn't say it's a horror but the original, like 1950s War of the Worlds, fucking terrified me. They're all going to be it. like
0: stories from when you're a child. Yes, yeah.
1: I watched it. It was one of those films. So, like growing up, um, we would go to our dad, our dad's, my my dad's house every second Saturday, and he would essentially pick us up, take us to the video shop. We'd grab a bunch of movies, and then that's what we would do all weekend. They would kind of just shove nice, us like in.
0: The best weekend.
1: It is the best weekend. Um, but one movie they they got. War of the Worlds, the 1950s version, they chucked it on. And it was the first time I ever really remember watching.
0: Something that could be true. Some,
1: <laughs> like people being killed by something that we don't understand. So like by aliens. So that's what kicked off my fear of aliens. And seeing people die in such a like horrible way. I'm, I just, it. Oh. to this day, I'm still like, I can't watch, rewatch that film.
0: Oh, really? I don't know why. Maybe with that funny little hand.
1: Oh, look, I'm sure it's a very good film. And but it's,
0: it's, it, you'd watch it and be like, my God, this is nothing.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> but I, I
1: was real young. Like, I would have been, like, five, maybe six.
0: I am. I don't, know. I don't really have, like, a movie that scarred me for life. Well, I do. I had the cover of Communion.
1: Oh, of course. Well, like, yeah, that.
0: That fucking cover of that VHS. Terrified the a, when a I whole saw, generation. Yeah, when I saw that <laughs> thing, I was like, I would have like a, mm-hmm. like a fucking spine chill, and for years I was afraid of the, the symbolism of the ground. We're both aliens.
1: Yeah, yeah, both aliens. And as
0: a kid, I've I've said this in other podcasts. It was a thing when in my mind, like monsters don't exist, you know, ghosts don't exist, but aliens could, mm. like mm. they could.
1: Well, I don't know about like, you, but like I re- we
0: exist. We are aliens to someone else. So I was like, so. Yeah,
1: but do you not like? I mean, well, for we, me, we exist. <laughs> we do. Do I? Do I? I'm Uh-oh. having existential, existential crisis existential. again. Oh, God. Um. Well, I remember like in the 90s, especially the early 90s, Um. like unsolved mysteries, aliens, all that <laughs> stuff was like really prominent.
0: And it, just, was all school-yard it was a
1: little bit more in your face. When there was
0: no internet, it was all schoolyard. That's like, right. Romans. And you'd get
1: it out of like books that you got at school and you'd be Most like. Which
0: were well, fucking uncertified rubbish.
1: Yeah. So that's you know it's kind of like when you're younger and you feel that quicksand was going to be a bigger danger in your life than you thought, but it, and it's really not.
0: Yeah, or flesh-eating ants.
1: Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Although so,
0: we do live in Australia, and there are crazy ants. Oh,
1: We got crazy um, everything.
0: My other one is like that time I've said this before as well, that movie that we did an episode on like last year, that uh The Truth About Demons. Yeah, you remember and you, I had like fever a fever I had a fever and I watched it and I like fully booked into it. Yeah. Like, and like, it scared me and like we rewatched it and it wasn't even that <laughs> It was just Carl Urban being awesome.
1: But that's just what happens, you <laughs> yeah. know. The the memories of being a youngster fucking up it's your fucking life. Fucking
0: communion.
1: God. Even the book has that cover and it's awesome. Yeah. But it's still like I don't want to see that on yeah, my shelf. Yeah, I just wouldn't own it. I just,
0: yeah. I mean, I probably would, I, I'd be, I'd be compulsed if I saw the novel to buy it, but yep. I wouldn't.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyhow, um, this is Terror Vision Horror <laughs> Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on my midnight meat train of madness, mayhem, and Christmas terror is my co-host, Jennifer, the dream warrior. Strand. <laughs> 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 And um, this is our spoiler cast episode where each fortnight Jennifer and I set ourselves a movie to watch, a horror movie to watch. And we go through it scene by scene, nitpick it, spoil the fuck out of it for you and your sister and your dog and your dog's cat and your niece. Um, it's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard it's cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. Together we are two people with a love of horror and we feel the burn of our obsolete video shop membership cards. Mm-hmm. And we have a rating system, so you're not left with your someone else's severed dick in your hand at the end going, what do I do <laughs> with this? How do I rate this dick?
1: Exactly. Um, so, for those of you playing at home, we have A is Awesome, Everybody Should Watch. B is our Beer and Chicken Wing group movie where high fives thrive. F is Fun and Dumb Trash Pile. C, Classic that's Worth a Watch. U is Underrated. O, An Overrated Motherfucker. G, Good for Its Time but is Not Held Up. We've got the Jen Special, a D-grade movie only I would like. Dan Special, a movie with lots of practical effects, dismemberment, and, of course, dicks. We've got the W, whatever, would not recommend. The Kesha, a low-budget hot mess. C-minus, Craft is stellar, but I hated the content. And, of course, we have The McConaughey, which is the fucking fucked. And we haven't watched a McConaughey in a while. It's because
0: it's so hard to get to the level of shitness. That's true. You can have a bad horror movie, but when it's like just... Shit, mm. that's not even worth watching. There aren't that many that you come across, well, or we may have just missed them. That's true. Like, and you, just,
1: you don't know until you no watched one it.
0: talks about uh, the shittest of shit. Everyone loves a bad movie I love and a, a bad. fun trashy movie, but the bad bad ones that are not worth ever watching again and have wasted like an hour and a half of your life. Yep, are far and few between.
1: It's it's very true. It's very hard true. to find
0: a, a real bad film.
1: Twenty twenty four. More McConaughey's, please. Yeah. 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 Well, what did we watch this week, Dan?
0: We watched On My Choice. Yes. Basket Case from 1982, which you thought you'd watched.
1: I thought I'd watched. I thought I'd seen it because oh, obviously, you know. How could you not it's have seen iconic. it? iconic. I probably have seen it like when I was little and was going through everything. But, you know, it's just one of those classic films that.
0: You think. Yeah, yeah. You think. Which I had watched a long time ago. So yeah. to me, it was like. You know every scene I knew, but I didn't know how it ended, you know, when you know yeah. you know what I well, mean like I, knew, I couldn't like, remember watching what... it
1: I, I I knew a lot of the scenes and I knew a lot of the things, and I'm like, I haven't seen this the whole way through, even if I have seen it, so I like, don't
0: know it's don't know. forty years old <laughs> forty one oh, years old oh, fuck. so like. Yeah, I, I could have seen it at any time in my life. Yeah. And I can't even remember yeah. when I saw well, it. Yeah,
1: 41 years old. So this is directed by Frank um, in his feature debut. Frank Hennenlotter, of course, um, he has done Brain Damage. He also did uh, Frankenhooker, which was a big favourite of us us this in, year. In that movie. Um, screenplay also by Frank Hennenlotter. It stars Kevin Van Henten... Henten Rick, Apologise for the butchering. Terry Susan Smith, Beverly Bonner, and a bunch of low- And a bunch no of, like, people. when I looked
0: it up, unnamed characters. It's just like, it's like, guy in hall. Yeah. And it's like, like,
1: we need some friends and family to come over and- uh, which And is yell. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh the budget for this film was about 35,000 and I couldn't find no information. any information because of course it I don't believe this got a cinematic release it was like a direct to video kind of deal um and so yeah very small cult following kind of deal. So no information, but if anyone does, because there's people out there. It is there.
0: one of three films as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so and it's obviously did well enough to get two more films.
0: I don't think any of the other characters that these actors are in the other ones though, because mm. like, um, when you look at that, you look up these actors on like the internet, their photo is of their age from this from film. from that film. Yeah, so they haven't like updated any information. That usually when that happens, it means nothing went past that.
1: Yep. Uh, the tenant in room seven is very small, very twisted, and very mad. <laughs> <laughs> very <And> yeah, small? <laughs> yeah, he's very small. A young man carrying a big basket that contains his deformed Siamese twin brother seeks vengeance on doctors who separated them against their will.
0: So that's a massive spoiler because this whole film is like, you don't know what yeah. it is for like three quarters of the film.
1: Thanks, letterbox. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's like... You know, the whole thing about this movie is like, what's in the basket? Yeah. That's what, like the line they keep saying. Like, And exactly. I love it.
1: But to be fair as well, this film is also 41 years old. So, you know. All right. going to be spoiled.
0: Yeah. So it starts. We get basket case written in red, like shitty written in red uh, uh, on a black screen, like straight up by with a, a scary like, yeah. <laughs> like sound. And we open to a house at nighttime.
1: Yep. Yeah. So there is a stunning man in a suit leaving his home. and We get some rustling in the bushes.
0: He's walking down the street. It's nice. He's, he's looking a bit like, and he's, and like, as soon as he walks out, there is like a rustle. Mm. So the acting of the film is like overacted to fuck. So Uh-oh. he's walking down the street. Imagine you're walking down the street. You just hear like a, a stick break. He instantly <laughs> walks around and goes, who's that? Yeah. As if, why would it be a person? Like, it's just a, a noise of a twig. Who's yeah. that? And instantly panics. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, like, and he goes into full panic, not, oh, that's just the sound of nature outside my house. We, we, no, no. We, so we get some bushes rustling. We, we
0: see like a branch just being like waved, <laughs> like like someone's just there, like pushing a branch back and forward. Yeah.
1: And
0: he the doctor. And he
1: does. He's like looking back and forth and he's like a little bit panicked. And then we get this POV shot of some, you know, looking at him from beyond, from, from the bushes. Yeah, We've got like, some, with, like with some heavy he- gargled breathing. Like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And then Something you know, stalking him. He backs up towards the house and just runs back in and locks the door behind him.
0: Back into his own house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we see on the wall, uh, he puts like down his keys and we see that there's like medical things there. So you're like, oh, he's a doctor. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, good. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so he uh he goes on the phone and he like tries he goes on the operator.
1: And he immediately tries to call the police. And they're
0: like, get me the police. <laughs> yes. Like, he's just in his house. Yeah, he has heard
1: a stick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Basically, uh,
1: look, 1982 sticks might have been a lot more dangerous than they are in 2023. I don't know.
0: I don't know. They break, I wasn't around. If then. they're accompanied with stones, they break bones.
1: Oh yes.
0: So uh, yeah, and in, we see like this like shadow near the the phone line as in like to the house and like and cuts and and the phone goes dead and he's like yo like <laughs> yells at the phone hello hello and then we see um. Like the power box to the house, yeah. And we see, like, this like we just see the power box basically in a shadow and maybe a little claw, yeah, little uh, thing. And then where we see the doctor inside, and he gets a gun out of his like he's yeah, handgun from because you never know what these sticks are gonna but do. But this
1: is so good as well because uh, again the acting in this film, yeah, when the is lights go phenomenal. out, phenomenal. He's like. The lights, the power goes out and he's like, oh dear God, no, 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 yeah. I got a gun. Yeah, he and just starts just, yelling, I've got a gun. And he just starts pointing and shooting. Yeah, he just starts shooting. Shooting into the darkness.
0: Shooting at shadows. We do see at this point though, there are some noises now. like
1: There's like there thudding is, upstairs. The, yeah,
0: there's need to panic. There's something running on his roof. He sees shadows in the window, noises, and see, he starts shooting at these shadows like with his little handgun. <laughs> Um, he, uh, you know, he's, he, it's still dark. He runs out of bullets.
1: We get a lot of gurgling and this heavy breathing happening as well. And he ends up, um, he walks,
0: he walks into, um, like another room. There's like a, it's like his
1: office or something.
0: It's like the examination room or Mm. something. And, um, he, he turns, he reaches in and he tries to flick the light switch on. Which works, which doesn't make any sense because they cut the power.
1: Oh, don't you worry about continuity because uh, I've got a couple of notes later on.
0: Anyway, he turns on the light, which reveals—I
1: don't know what does it reveal.
0: Well, I have to remember.
1: You got to remember. I just remember him kind of being on the ground, and then we get this uh, sort of hand reaching up and grabbing his face and pulling him down. Yeah, then we get be- a lot of screaming, and we get a lot of like blood. Splattering. And this isn't like normal blood splattering. Yeah, so this is like someone's filled a, a bottle and just spritzed it against everything. Yeah, so
0: it's like a mutant hand. But it's literally just a, a person's hand in a, in a, a latex glove. glove. Yeah. But it's like it's only got like it's like, like it's missing a finger. It's yep. got a claw. It's like crap. And yeah, he kind of yells and knocks him to the ground. It's just his hand. It's all we see. We don't see anything here. Yeah. And we just see his face. Yeah. And kind of going like.
1: Aah! It's all scratched up. It's all scratched yep.
0: up. There's lots of blood.
1: Blood screaming. And and then, like,
0: but it's like the hand grabs him from at the bottom of the screen and pulls his face down out of shot. Yeah. And then when he comes up, he has all the makeup on him. So that's one of those shots where they cut it and then put it back in. It was like, and then like the the hand slowly comes up and slowly grabs him and pulls him down out of shot again. And it looks so bad. (laughs) It's so good.
1: Uh, Yes.
0: And that's it. He's dead.
1: He's done. We cut through
0: blood at the wall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That that one squirt of blood. We cut to New York.
0: New York City at night.
1: At night. In the eighties. It's not a good part of New York, so I there do is... think
0: it's the eighties New York.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's eighties New York. So we get this young man walking down the street with a backpack and a very large basket.
0: His name's Dwayne. His We're name gonna... is Dwayne. Just... Dwayne.
1: And it frustrates me so much that he looks like the eldest Brady Bunch boy.
0: Yeah, he's got big. He's got a big mop curly hair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He...
1: He's all. He's he's.
0: He's Dwayne Dwayne Brady.
1: Yeah, he's Dwayne Brady.
0: Dwayne Brady. Uh, Now, we
1: know that this is a bad area of New York as well because there's, like, a lot of the the porn cinemas and then he is approached... And he's got uh,
0: working ladies.
1: Yep, a lot of working ladies. And he gets approached by a drug dealer.
0: He's like the, the most, like... Stereotypical drug dealer. He's like,
1: hey, man, you want anything? You want blow? You want cocaine? You want this and
0: that? And he just goes through every fucking drug. Oh, my God. Drug. I'm like, that
1: drug dealer is packing.
0: Yeah, yeah. He just goes through. I got all this. I got all this. Meanwhile, Dwayne is just not even looking at him, walking down the street with his gigantic clothes basket. Yep. Um, And just walking. Yeah. And like, the drug dealer's like, gets all pissed off at him. I'm real drunk with you.
1: Yeah like, I'm offering you drugs. And you, you just yeah, say you're no. in New York. It's like, like, New York. Why aren't you taking my drugs? This is the 80s. You're doing cocaine.
0: Yeah. Anyhow, we get Dwayne. The drug dealer gives up.
1: Yeah.
0: He goes, you're an idiot.
1: He knows a lost cause when he sees one. He
0: does. And he get Dwayne gets to Hotel Broslin? Mm. I, I don't know why it's called that. I don't know. It's Bro, maybe, It
1: should have been Bronson. Hotel Bronson.
0: So maybe Broz, Bro, Broslin is an area maybe in New York. Yeah, anyway. Hotel Broslin. Uh, you know, it's a neon one of those neon lights, and it's just like a door in a fucking building. You know what I mean? It's not yep. like a. It's just uh, it. Literally, the door in a building that goes straight to the front desk, which yep. is just the front desk has been built into the stairwell of the of, of the of yeah, the place. So, so
1: this is the kind of motel that you can hotel. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, hotel where you can uh, get a room by the hour, by the day, by the week. That kind of hotel, and everyone kind of.
0: And it's got like, so he, Dwayne walks in with his big basket and it's like, the so the guy behind the counter is basically like Bob Hoskins from Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Like if you yep. imagine his character in that, yep. but not wearing a hat, he's got suspenders, moustache.
1: Did you notice that his pants were undone? Like, so his pants are too small for him, which is why they're being held up by suspenders because they're open. <laughs> and I'm like, respect.
0: Wicked. Um, he's an angry Super Mario character. Um and he's also got his kind of like I call them dungers. Yeah. You know the dudes that just they just hang out in the foyer and that's all they do all day and they like they talk shit. They talk. They're old people like
1: And they're so New York as well. Like that's that thick New York accent. It's So he's got uh, yeah,
0: he's 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 dungers. Yeah. So there's two dungers down there and there's like a main dunger. I just called them dungers the whole time. Yeah, that's fine. You know the people that hang out, in the, you know those kind of things. That's yeah. just their whole. Like they live in the hotel, and all they do is come down and hang out yeah. in this well, it's, tiny. Like it's not even a foyer or anything. It's just a door. It's w- just a little doorway. It's, a, it's, well, it's, a, it's it's like
1: in um coming to America when they're all at the barbershop and they just it's all the guys hang in the neighborhood. Yeah, just yeah, they, hanging they out they at the barbershop.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. their thing. Oh, you see it like when I used to live in like Ferren Park. There's mm. like there's like you know the Russian club. Yeah, and there's a table at the front, and the same three dudes are just sitting at that table yeah. every single day. Yeah. Like, just having, like, their, their beer and their playing cards. Anyway, it's those guys. And, like, so, uh, uh the, you know, uh, Dwayne goes, I'd like a room. And Dwayne's acting, he's like, hello, I'd like a room. Yeah. <laughs> And the hotel, like the, the the Super Mario's character, is so good. He's yep. like, "What you want to do it? Do You want to read an hour? Do you, like, do you want it for like ten? Do you want it for like ten years? What do you want?" It? He's yeah. just angry at him straight away that he's like making him do anything.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, that's to that that's to be fair. It's like when a customer walks into your shop going, "I'd like a comic book, please." You're like, "Sure." Yeah. Which one?
0: And he's like, "How long?" And he goes, "Oh." And Dwayne's like, "Oh, a couple of days." And he goes, yep. "Okay, cool, cool." He goes, "Are you alone?" And then like the. The acting starts, and Dwayne's like, yes, alone, all by myself. <laughs> and I just wrote, acting. Acting. And uh, then, of course, instantly Mario, Super Mario's like, what's in the basket? Mm. And Dwayne looks at him, pauses, and goes, clothes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the, the building manager, he's like, look, it's $20 for a room. Um, Dwayne, Dwayne pulls out a water cash. And basically just pays him off one of the d- This is a wad of cash yeah. as
0: well. Like, and it's like Dwayne doesn't know he's just counting these hundreds of dollars bills in front of him. He's got a rolled up wad. Yeah. Which um yeah, and we see one of the dungers like go, Yeah. Like as in like, look at all that money. No but one. it's
1: really funny as well because like that he makes a comment to the manager and he's like, Did you see all that money? And he's like, "What? what do you talk? You're loaded, like Cause there was this like this brief interaction where he's like, he's that guy's loaded. He's like, you're loaded too.
0: No, he says you're loaded because you're drunk. That's yeah. what like being drunk. Yeah, that's what uh, it was. Because he's okay. drinking booze. And yeah. You're loaded, as in loaded. It in the '80s that you're drunk.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Um. So Dwayne carries his basket up to towards his new room. This is all. I said. There's lots of stairs in this in this hotel, and he instantly meets in on one of the stairways. He meets Josephine, mm-hmm. who is just a lady. She's just a middle-aged lady who also lives in the building, and she is obviously the gossip lady.
1: Yeah, well, she's uh, well,
0: she attaches to him straight away and yeah. just starts telling a story. She goes, "Hi, are you new here? I'm Josephine. Are you going into that room? I'll tell you about the old lady who used to it's live like there.
1: You've got and the she, best room in the house. Yeah, like, she this tells is fantastic.
0: Like, this lady about how she was a, a ridiculous story. How the, 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 the it doesn't make. It, there's no need. It was like a rich lady was hiding from people, and then to find her money, and then she one day she left.
1: Yeah. And they've never seen her since. And then she just finishes the story, like doesn't even finish the story. She kind of just pauses, immediately turns around and just walks down the stairs.
0: Yeah. As in like, as in like all she knew to do was to say her lines. Yeah. And then they said, and then it's like, you know, you leave. But she just like st- says her line. And the moment the word stops, the, the last word, she instantly turns around and just walks away. Yeah. And even the actor of Dwayne kind of looks at her and is like, and then... Double looks, double takes of, like, as she really actually got? Is that yeah. it? Like, it's pretty funny, I thought. <laughs> and I'm like wondering if that's, that's the humour of this director because he does have this weird humour. He humor. does, When yeah. you know his other films, he has, like, a lot of his humour is his people acting in a weird way. Yeah. And there's heaps of that in all of his films. Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. Um, So Dwayne passes a... a a woman and a man entering a room. And we kind of led to assume that this is a kind of person that's renting a room by the hour.
0: Uh, but this lady has like, she's dressed as like a 1950s, like go, go girl. Like she has those little like bonnets on her, you know, those yeah. like,
1: like she was probably a showgirl once. Yeah. For the follies or something. No, the follies was way too early. Her
0: name's Casey. I'm yeah. just going to say people's names. As, as, I, 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 every time I got to them, I looked them up to see what their names were. Cause yeah. There are actually some characters in this movie that they do not even say their name, and yeah, I looked I, it up. But there are names to them.
1: Yep, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, yeah. So Casey walks into a room with a gentleman. So we we're instantly made to think that maybe she's a working girl or mm. something.
1: Something. So Dwayne. And, heads she, and into Casey also
0: looks at Dwayne and winks at him. Yeah. Doink.
1: Salacious wink. Um. So Dwayne heads into his room. He puts the basket down it's on the bed. It's a and, it, yeah, it's a dump. And he locks the door behind him, cracks the window, and immediately whispers to the basket, we're here.
0: We're here. We're but, here. like, really happily and excited like a child, we're here.
1: Yeah. So he immediately heads back downstairs and asks, like, hey, where is a place? Without the basket. Without the basket. Like, where is a place?
0: You have to sleep Mario.
1: To get some food. And the guy literally is just like, there's a place across the road. Just... Across the road.
0: Yeah, he's he's like, he goes, "What do you want?" He goes, "I don't know, pizza or something." Yes. Yeah. just across the road. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool. So he
1: comes back to the room with, with burgers. With burgers.
0: <laughs> Without pizza, with burgers.
1: <laughs> uh, he pulls out a key, unlocks the basket, and then starts dropping burger patties in, and we get some immediate like <clears throat> basket shake- shaking and some snarfling. Hard's Like,
0: <clears throat> and he's like, he's, he's got like twenty burgers. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, he's not, he's, like, happy about this. He goes, oh, hey, hey, oh, well, you're hungry, eh? I I got some food, you know, woo! You know what I mean? Like, yep. so whatever's in this basket is not, he's not scared of it.
1: No, whatsoever. not at all. No. So then he pulls out from his backpack a uh, bloody medical file. A
0: bloodied.
1: Bloodied medical file, um, which he has seemingly taken from the doctor's house at the beginning of the film.
0: I didn't get that from it. I know that's what it is, yeah. but I, I didn't... Did we see the doctor's name at the start of the film? We did
1: get the doctor's name at the start of the film. Like, he says it very briefly, Um, and the then phone, cause like, he starts, like, rifling... To the operator? Hello,
0: yeah. I'm Dr. Lehmann.
1: Yeah, so he starts rifling through the file, and we see uh, his name at the top, as well as a couple of other doctor's names and his name in this file. Um, he then proceeds to dump a whole bag of burgers into this basket, and...
0: But he also starts he-
1: smashing burgers.
0: Yeah, but he also, um, and then he uh, gets a phone book out and yeah. he starts looking up.
1: For our younger listeners, Dan, would you like to explain what a phone book is?
0: So back when there wasn't smartphones, we had things called phone books. Where mm-hmm. If you needed to know someone's phone number, you needed to know their last name and their initial, and you would look, everyone who had a phone number would have listed in this book that went to every single person. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird concept when you think about it now, isn't yeah. it? Uh, so he's looking for uh, the doctor's name mm-hmm. and hoping to get a phone number. Um, but he can't find it. But um, he thinks, he goes, "Oh, I can't, it's not in the phone book. But I bet Dr. Needleman will have uh, have it. Yep. That's all he says. As in like, so they're going to visit someone else who might have this, a number that they're looking for. Yeah. And then Dwayne goes off to sleep Ooh. for the night.
1: Now about 3.30 in the morning, the basket opens. We don't see anything. Yes. Dwayne is woken up by some pacing in the room and he starts complaining. You know, you're woken up. He's like, just look, go back to sleep. No. And he starts having a one-sided conversation. Yeah. Almost like
0: an argument. He's just like, no, no, no. He's
1: like, no, I don't want to talk. I don't want to be up. I want to just, I want to sleep. Let me sleep. Like, no. Like, and so it's just this one-sided conversation. We can only hear what's happening. Well, I instantly
0: got from that, that he's got, he can talk to whatever's in the basket. With his mind. Yeah. I got that straight away. And I was like, okay, cool. So one-sided. Started... So then, um, cut. yeah. And then eventually Dwayne cracks the shits. Yeah. Dwayne, just let me sleep. I just want to go to sleep. Um, And then that, that's the end of that scene.
1: Yeah. So we cut to the morning. We get a POV down the hallway. One of the dungers sneaks out of his uh, room. And he starts peeping into the keyhole. The old dunger. The older dunger. Uh, he peeps in the uh, keyhole and of Dwayne's. It's, the, it's room. the guy that
0: was interested in, in Dwayne's money, the money. In, in the in the at the start.
1: Yes. Now he is immediately caught by Casey um and runs him off back to his own apartment. He's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Get out of there. You, is, this, you is this is this what you're doing now? You peeping through people's keyholes?" And then she immediately knocks on Dwayne's door um and tells him, she like introduces herself and basically tells him, "Look, you know, it, there's there's people around here." You, if you've got money, keep it with you. Do not leave anything yeah, behind, right. and just sort of gives gives off the impression and of. And she's what's not trying on to lie. No, on her. she's,
0: she's like, very she's like, nice. Yeah, very lovely. But she's like, she's a sass talker as well.
1: She she is sassy. She's like. a club lady. Yeah, she knows what's up. And they sort of agree to maybe catch up for a drink at some point down the track.
0: Yeah, she's like, yeah, come down. We'll have some fun. Have some drinks.
1: Heck yeah! So Dwayne, uh, you know, says he's goodbyes to her and he uh, shuts the door, picks up a map, locks the basket and yeah, heads the out. The basket's got
0: a lock on it. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And a wicker basket. A wicker a lock. basket. And he goes out with it again with yep. his basket.
1: Heads off. Um. So we then cut to an elevator opening and he walks sheepishly down the hall of a new building to a door that says H Needleman MD. Needleman. Needleman. We cut inside and there is just a standard woman who looks like the the pigeon lady from In Home Alone 2. Um, or, the,
0: or the pigeon lady from...
1: Feed the birds. Yes. Yeah. the birds. <laughs> oh, Jesus
0: Christ. Choppings. Is that what Oliver?
1: No, it's Mary Poppins. i oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, I always
0: get those two confused. They're just musicals that came—I saw at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And she's just—you know—she seems to be complaining about. She's just like, banging on about. Medi- yeah, she's a she... standard person who's like, "Oh, the medication he gave me gave me a rash and this and that." She's just like miserable.
0: And there's a blonde lady um, working behind the desert reception, and she's like, "Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, cool." Anyway, We've all been there. The complaining lady leaves,
1: and uh, uh, Dwayne approaches the 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 desk and she assumes that he's there to fix the typewriter so she starts explaining she's like it's just making a squeaky sound and a a whirring and a mechanical sound it's like
0: there's a mouse stuck in there like and she does the sound and 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 he's
1: just looking at her like what the fuck are you talking about you dumb bitch
0: and he goes uh i'd like an appointment she goes oh i'm sorry i thought you were here to fix my typewriter for those at home are listening that'll be (laughs) a typewriter (laughs) Uh is an analogue computer that w- writes for you on a bit of paper.
1: I have a typewriter.
0: Yeah. It's very Everyone cool. is a typewriter. So I just wanted to rub it in. Yeah, rub it in. Um, Dwayne says, like, oh, I'm a friend of Dr. Needleman, a family friend. Mm. I don't have an appointment. Is that okay? She goes, yeah, I can fit you in. There's nothing happening here. Yeah. And then he goes, like, she goes, what's your name? And he goes, like, Dwayne Bradley. He goes, oh, but don't put that on there. Yeah. Because I want it to be a surprise he didn't and she goes, oh, will he like Will will he like this? He goes, oh, yeah, he'll love seeing me.
1: But rather than having a completely different alias, he chooses Dwayne Smith. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gives him the fake name of Smith.
1: Uh, but this is also a big, like, Hen and is really good at his dialogue and terrible acting uh, going hand in hand because... So it's almost like he's like...
0: Know, he's, Uh, you know like paying out bad acting yeah by doing these hilarious lines
1: because she becomes really so she immediately asks like you know what's in the basket and then makes small talk and she becomes really aggressive with him she's like but have have you been to the statue of liberty have you been to the empire state building like what have you done while you're here and he's just like, yeah.
0: He goes, I, I, I would have gone there, but I, I, I don't know where they are.
1: Like she's really and she, hardlining And then she instantly
0: him. just changes it, and she goes, "Well, I can show you around." Yeah,
1: I'd like to volunteer to be your tour guide someday. So she's blonde Salacious with the, the,
0: the Radis eighties blue eyeshadow. It's so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she would have been a looker in the yeah. day, like. Her name's Shelley, by the way. So her, her name—her name is never said in the I, film. Yeah, I
1: did not get that. I referred to her as the secretary the whole way through this film.
0: Um, so Dwayne, yep, and and Dwayne's like, yeah, cool. Uh, and he, he kind of like, he he kind of like, reluctantly says yes. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, because you know he's got his basket problems.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's well. Don't and we, we cut to Do- we, all.
0: we cut to Dr. Needleman now. He um he is a meek small. Balding man with glasses and a moustache. Yeah, is he balding?
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, he is. So but he gross. also looks way too young to be. You a, the, the the doctor in in this timeline? Yeah, yeah. Movie timeline, and you know he's trying to sort of act up that he's older than what he is but yeah
0: he's stuffing his face with food and stuff of course thin he mustache is. he's thin with a mustache
1: so mr smith comes in and of course he doesn't recognize him and he's like what seems to be the problem mr smith and he's like oh you know yeah as
0: if he doesn't know who he is he's yeah. like
1: I'm, I'm experiencing some chest pains and you know he's like all right well you know go into the examining room and you know get undressed and we'll we'll sort you out um so he finishes up and you know Dwayne's on the the bed and he's taken off his shirt and Needleman walks in immediately sees the giant scar on the side of Dwayne's body which the right was, side which of is his like body and he's
0: like under his armpit all the way down to his hip. Yeah. Um and he's just kind of sitting there grinning like a, like a shit. Yeah, shit he's grinning. just like and and we can see that Dr. Needleman is quite shocked by seeing this scar. Yeah. Maybe it's so Repressed memories or I something. Mean. It,
1: it, it, the scar actually looks like the scar that Rodney Fox has on um, on his side. You know, Rodney Fox, the uh, Australian man who was attacked by a shark.
0: Oh, like, it looks like a shark attack.
1: Yeah, it does look like a shark attack. And this, this sequence then just immediately fades to black and, yeah, and then fades the, into him leaving. Like
0: Dwayne leaving the office. It's like, we don't know what happened after that.
1: Yeah. And so he like puts the basket down at the other end of the room and heads back over... To her and starts whispering. Shelly. Yeah. So he's like talking again. She starts hinting um, at a date. He like, obviously
0: she, she whispers as well because yeah. he thinks it's fun. And then um, and then he's like, she's like,
1: you know, she's he's trying to blow her off, kind of deal. And she's like, oh, but let's go on a date. Like we well, could just go out and do
0: this stuff. He's like, okay, maybe I'll call you tomorrow. And then she's like, why are we whispering? <laughs> and he's like, I don't want him to hear. And she goes, who? The doctor? Yeah. It's like she's so good.
1: Uh, so um, he ends up picking up the basket. And... The,
0: the thing, of the thing is that Dwayne is never trying to keep what is in the basket a secret. He'll just say him, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just like yeah. he doesn't get it. You know what I mean? Like
1: <laughs> now, for any of us uh, watching this film, we would assume that uh, something has happened to Doctor Noodleman. Yeah. You know, the fade to black, the fade back out, and he's leaving. No, no, we cut back to Dr. Needleman in his room, and he is looking very uncomfortable in his office. He's very
0: all stressed out. He's all sweaty. The, the lighting is low now. <laughs> yeah. And he calls. So he gets on the phone. He gets on the blower, and he tries to call Dr. He looks up, and he's like, Rolex, the Rolodex. The, yeah, Rolodex. Um, Dr. Julius Liffenlander, Lifflander. And I'm like,
1: Lifflander?
0: I get one's uh, called, uh, you know, he's called Needleman and one's called Cut- Dr. Cutter. Like, yeah. I, I thought this would be like another like thing on surgery, but yeah, no.
1: but no, no, no.
0: And uh, um, he can't, did he get in contact with it? No, he can't. No,
1: so he, he had a, so back before we had smartphones and, you know, here's your five missed calls, you had a pink sheet where someone like your secretary would put a memo saying blah has called at this time in regards to blah, mm. and he had an urgent urgent phone call from Dr. Lifflin, whatever is isn't, Dunder Mifflin, um, about, like, please call me back ASAP, this is an emergency kind it's of urgent. thing. So he, you know, obviously calls up, doesn't get through, and then starts flipping through his Rolodex to call Dr. Cutter. Mm. Uh, before he gets on the blower, we cut back to um, Dwayne. He's gone, gone to, to see a Kung Fu movie in the cinema.
0: And it's quite uh, late.
1: It is. And he starts And he has the out. basket
0: sitting up next to him, like yep. on the kung fu.
1: He starts nodding off because, you know, he's not getting much sleep and
0: And we see some some dodgy, crackhead. Some cracky crack crackhead dodgy dude who's also there seeing this in the movie. Sure. Sees that he's fallen asleep and he's got a big basket. Mm. And he's like, Ooh.
1: Could be full of clothes. Or could drugs be full of something. Or money. Something. Anything.
0: Junkies grab anything. So he
1: basically just grabs it and runs off. Um, he
0: takes it, he runs it, and he runs it into the bathroom. Mm. He puts it on the ground. He kicks off the lock from the wicker, which has had screws in wicker basket.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the, it it just comes off with so much ease. It's yeah. like they glued it on, and they're like, "Oh, the glue didn't hold." Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no Dwayne problem.
0: wakes up in the cinema and knows oh, my basket's gone, and and he, and he runs out the cinema to hear like to hear, uh, and then the we cut back to the junkie. Who's opened the he opens the basket and we don't see what's in there. We just hear him scream and um, Dwayne hears the screams as well as he's running and he mm-hmm. he runs into the bathroom and the junkie is there. No, the junkie runs out holding his face covered in blood, going <laughs> as like Dwayne runs in. Dwayne doesn't care. Yeah, he um, Dwayne just runs in, picks up the basket and like ducks down next to the basket and says to the basket, no, "Not now." Not yet. Save it.
1: Yes. Save it. <laughs> so we cut now to uh, the phone ringing on a on a couple, an older woman and a younger man having a, and this, a dinner.
0: And she's in like a, a red dress. Yep. And so if you want a description of what this woman looks like, it's basically like a weird Sigourney Weaver. She's
1: like the Wish version of Sigourney Weaver. Now, she is still <laughs> yeah. a HBIC woman. She is clearly like 80s businesswoman. She knows what's up. She's living her best life, she's got no time for your shit. But she is plying this young man with alcohol. And she's like she is just like, Oh, I like it better when you're slurring. I like this and so
0: she's like a sugar mama. Yeah, she's a sugar situation thing. So, but she gets what she wants. If so, it's young man she wants, she gets them. Oh yes.
1: So the phone rings, she gets up to answer and it's a it's a frantic needleman. And he starts saying, Look, a young man came to see me today. And she's Doctor and Cutter. Yeah, by she's Doctor Cutter. Um, he's got a deep scar and she's like, I, I don't understand. She
0: basically fucks him up. She goes like, how dare you call like, me? Like, you
1: are calling me in the middle of dinner. I, oh, like, how
0: dare you even call me? Like, as if, like, they've had a falling out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's pretty much like he's trying to give her a warning that, you know, do you remember this thing that we did? And this person is back. And, you know, she's she's just like, you know what? Yeah, he
0: says, like, a kid that was from, where was it? Like, somewhere falls. Yeah. Where, um, but came with a giant falls. scar down his side. Yeah. And, like,
1: and, and now it, I can't
0: get in, in contact with Lieberman. And he said that he killed Lieberman. Yeah. He told me that he killed him. He, he got chopped in half.
1: And she's just like, look, just shut the fuck up. And she hangs up on him and just returns to her she's dinner.
0: She's so cocksure, this lady. She's oh. Just like
1: Oh, she, she got big dick energy, this lady. She fobs him off. Yeah.
0: And then she gets back to her toy boy. Yeah. Now, where were we? And yeah. that's kind of the end of the scene. Yeah. We cut back to Shelly. Mm-hmm. Well, I wrote Shelley in question mark, the receptionist lady, finishing work mm-hmm. at, at Dr. Uh, uh, Needleman's office. Need- she's like, I'm going now to Dr. Needleman. Needleman's like, oh, yep, cool. Um, I'm going to do some late work. You lock up. Yeah, he's like, I'll up. see you
1: on Thursday. So she's got tomorrow off, so she'll see him the day after. Hmm. Um, so, you know, we cut. To sh- she locks up, she goes off, not a problem, and then um, we see.
0: After she's left and walked out, yep. we see Dwayne. And has, his he's Snuck into the building mm-hmm. with his basket. <laughs> I love this giant basket. Yeah,
1: that's that's great. And you know, so Needleman. This is
0: a big basket as well. By yeah. the way, if you don't know, it's like a two foot by foot basket. It's like you could fit all your clothes in it. It's like he's like he's carrying around a giant box. Yeah, like pretty much. It's not just like a little basket.
1: Um. So Needleman is immediately startled by a, ch- a loud crashing from outside. He goes out to investigate, and we see that the door has been completely ripped off the hinges. His
0: big door. His
1: giant, like, New York metal
0: steel steel door,
1: door. and he he freaks out. He runs immediately back to his office, and he locks the door, barricades it with his desk, tries to barricade it with the filing cabinet, but can't move it, and then the light turns off in the next room.
0: That's it. This is the bit I I skipped to from before, and I thought it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So his examination room's light goes off. Yeah. And he's like, "What the fuck?"
1: Yeah. You're like, "Oh god, it's happening."
0: But also, there was a tiny bit that we forgot to mention. Just before Dwayne goes into the, uh, yeah, he, he's walking up to Needleman's place. He mm. he says to the he says to the uh, the basket like, "She's left, so he'll be alone in there." And he, and then um, um, he like tips the basket over. Yep. We don't see what comes out, and he's like, "Hurry up! I'll be outside." And don't forget the address book.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And uh, yeah,
1: yep. So you know, Needleman, he he walks over he to the dark room, walks over to the to the room, and then he reaches in and he flips on the light.
0: And this is our first reveal of what is in the basket, yeah. and it's on the wall, stuck to the wall, right where the light switch is. So we get a good shot of it, and it's basically a giant chode. <laughs> It's a. It's basically it yells at him. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of
1: screaming. It's in a monster.
0: It's like a. It's a. It's basically a human head
1: mm-hmm.
0: with like little mutant arms coming out of its side. Yeah. With some extra chunky stuff as well, and it's got like big sharp teeth. Yeah. That's it. It's like a head with arms. Yeah. Basically, um, and it like it's stuck on the side of the wall like some sort of spider somehow. <laughs> And it jumps on a doc, uh, onto Doctor Needleman, yep. and he and he does it like the classic uh, running around the room, holding a puppet uh, onto your face.
1: Yep, this was oh my god. Like
0: with and the um, you know he 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 falls to the ground. Um, he's covered in blood now because the monster's been scratching up his face. We get a shot of the monster, its face looking at him, and the monster just fucking yells. He goes into his face. And um, <laughs> and this is the start of a lot of yelling in this film. It's so good.
1: <laughs> the this the this monster something... like little
0: stumpy arms reach out and grab his stomach. Yes, but we um, and then we get a shot of Needleman's face, and we just see blood splatting up into Needleman's face. Yep. we're assuming some like mm, you could have shown a bit more. There's a lot of like like off, off you know blood splatting onto other things. but yeah. not Yeah, I are. mean
1: with the with the the price of the budget, I don't feel that they had a lot to work with at Um, this point.
0: We we see a shot of Dwayne, like, nervously waiting outside, and you can hear, like, the yelling and the screaming. He's like, oh, fuck, that's pretty loud.
1: (laughs) He's like, good thing we're in New York where no one cares. Yeah. Um, We cut back upstairs and we see that Dr. Needleman has been ripped in half and the monster uh, slips out the window. Yeah,
0: so we get, like... When we say whipped in half, we see like Dr. Neal laying on the ground with his face with some like big, big gouges in his face now. And then the camera pans over to the left and we see a leg on the ground. And I was like, oh, leg ripped
1: off. Oh, and his head went that way and his legs went that way.
0: Yeah. And then we see um, the monster jump up onto the window ledge and like bail out of the window.
1: (laughs) I wish he had a parachute. He did not.
0: No. And then we see the monster... It, I just got a monster at this point because that's well, it's yeah we, we
1: don't actually get a name until or a uh,
0: name or know what it is yeah. way until later. A down. Little so that's why way that thing down really down. S- spoiled it because yeah. like um, the monster meets Dwayne and, and gives, like, on the stairs and gives him the address book. Yeah, and he's like Dwayne's like oh cool awesome awesome yeah cool. Um, and he looks through the address book and he's really happy because it's got the address of Doctor Carter in there. And yeah, he's like yeah cool we got it. And the monster gets back into the basket and mm-hmm. then they bail. Yep. They just run off.
1: We cut to sometime probably the next day. Um, Dwayne returns to the hotel room. He's got some goodies. He feeds uh, his monster some hot dogs and then... Uh, some hot
0: dog sausages.
1: Yeah, just some hot dog sausages. Raw, just
0: straight out of the packet.
1: Nothing wrong with that. And he, Which he just
0: throws into the basket in the basket. Yeah.
1: Right. And he, he sort of says, look, I'm, I'm going to head out alone today. Like, I... I'm going to go and, gonna... and case uh, Dr. Cutter's place. Um, so, uh, you know, I, d- I don't need you with me. It's going to be too, you know. He
0: said it's going to be boring, but I got you a present.
1: Yeah. And so he pulls out a TV. A
0: TV. He's got him a TV. He's
1: like, I got it for a good price. Not a problem. Like, you know, if, if you get bored, just change the channel or, you know, stop watching TV. I don't know, whatever you want to do. But I'll catch you later. And he, like, This is the kind of conversation that you don't, despite whether he's having telepathic conversations or like face-to-face, he's like, he's getting fast, he's getting out that door without having an argument. Hmm. And of course, immediately, as soon as he shuts the door, we get the hand reaching out and breaking the TV knob.
0: Yeah. So the the monster goes to turn, because the TV's not tuned to a channel, he goes to change it to a channel and he, because he he breaks it because he's so strong. Yeah. And he's like, well, I just
1: assumed that it was real shit quality because he's like, oh, this is like the guy down the end on the corner said it was real good quality. It comes with a warranty as well. So I just assumed it was like shoddily made.
0: <laughs> anyway, we cut back to Dwayne. This is in the daytime, by the way. Yeah. We cut to Dwayne and he's uh, he hasn't gone to scope out Dr. Carter. He's actually going to meet up with Shelly. Oh, Shelly. And he kept it secret from the monster. Oh,
1: they go dear. on a date. Mm-hmm. We get,
0: You know, they go to the Statue of Liberty, get kind of like montage-y a little bit, whatever. Yeah. And they both, uh, for no reason, I have no idea. Dwayne's a real weird dude. He's got this basket. And, like, she's quite pretty. And she's just, like, they just both admit that they really like each other.
1: Yeah, she's like, look, you know, I I got a confession to make. I didn't really want to see the city. I just really wanted to hang out with you. She's like, oh, my God, that's really convenient because I also didn't want to see the city. I just really want to hang out with you, too. You're different. Yeah. Ignoring all of the red flags that come with him and his fucking basket. And then they start to kiss.
0: And they kiss. And then we cut to the monster. And it's like the monster suddenly can feel that he's been lied to. He mm. can sense that Dwayne is kissing a girl. And mm. he's like, <laughs> And then he smashes the TV off of the uh, the dresser. And then he goes, Aah! And he yells and then he smashes the lamp and then he goes, Arr! like, it's it, like yeah. is, it's the
1: but this is really cool because he, he now at this point, like the monster jumps out of the basket onto the floor and we get this amazing stop motion um of him sort of uh, around the room. He's picking up lamps. He's throwing things. He's just, he's trashing the place. You know, we cut to Josephine, the crazy lady. She pops her head out of the door and heads over to to listen to one of what's
0: going on because we can hear like someone's trashing the room. And yeah, and while he's doing this, he's yelling. Yeah, like
1: Rah! the
0: whole time. This little stop motion showed.
1: Yep, yeah. and it, it looks really good. Like and it's funny,
0: yeah. And they're into splicing it with like real. So like in the animation, he'll grab like something and throw it, and then we'll see like a real shot of that yep. item getting thrown and smashed on the thing. I thought, yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Now, of course, this is a building where a lot of people live. The walls are probably paper thin, so everybody starts popping their head out, and then one tenant, the tenant that lives underneath Room 7, comes out and starts complaining to the building manager.
0: To Super Mario.
1: To Mario. And Mario, you know, he heads upstairs.
0: He runs up. <laughs> um,
1: he heads up just as the monster hides in the basket again. Um, and, and he yeah, opens the door he because opens he's got the, the keys door and we all see that and him and every fucking tenant in this building um, burst into Dwayne's room burst in and see that it's been completely smashed up but trash. there is like the furniture all to broken, broken.
0: Yeah. um yeah it's a tr- it, it's trash Dwayne.
1: now this dunger this old dunger he he is also in the room and he spies the stack of cash that has fallen out of a box or a bag or something
0: the wad of money the
1: wad of money and uh you know, the manager pretty much, he, he's he's just looking at the money and, you know, whatnot. The manager clears everyone out, shuts the door. Yeah, and he's he, like, he, So he you, knows that the dunga knows, the knows now that
0: there's no one in there and the money's in there.
1: That's right. So everybody sort of goes back to their rooms and, you know, the manager's like, hey, you know, do you want to come downstairs and hang out again? And he's like, nah, I, got, I got things to do. So he goes off to his room. He he's he waits. Gonna go,
0: I'm going to go to my room and lie down. Yeah. The dunga.
1: He waits for everyone to leave and then he sneaks back and starts picking the lock.
0: He's fucked now.
1: What a bitch.
0: Um he, picked, he, he goes in there. He picks up the money.
1: Mhm. And he like he's just immediately starts counting it and it, like it's a really And good it's just a wad of money
0: out. like it's not like bound up or anything. It's no. just like yeah. No, it's just, just a fat stack
1: of cash. Pick. And then he starts And then, then know, he gets
0: greedy cuz he's got the money and he yeah. starts looking around maybe there's more money around no, here. Don't, so he
1: book. starts rifling. Don't shit where you eat, mate. Like you live with these people, don't steal from them. And, but, yeah, but people you know, do that shit, eh? I know. They don't yeah. think. You go you go a suburb over, right? Hmm. So he starts rifling through the drawers and uh, you know, he looks at the basket and he thinks okay. to himself, Ooh, what's in the basket?
0: So he got, he you see his hand, open the basket lid, and like the mother is just in there, instantly looking, <laughs> yells, jumps onto his face. Yep. Classic. Yep. Um, the dunga, like, you know, he, he's got, he's holding, you know, it's on his face ripping him to shreds. The dunga runs out of the room yelling. Yep. And the other thing's yelling as well is there's lots of yelling. And he and then the, then the dunga runs into his room. Yeah. And closes the door.
1: <coughs> yes. So while this is happening as well... We- Dwayne is starting to feel unwell on his date. He's he's needing, like, oh, oh everything's a bit blurry. Is it all a bit spinny? I, I don't know. Mm. I, I need to He leave. gets, like, a
0: high-pitched noise in his head. Yeah. Like, ah! As if, like, ah! Maybe maybe that happens when the monster attacks people. So he's yeah. like, he knows something's up with the monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Super Mario, he hears, like, the dunger yelling. and He's he, like, sick he, like, this he, shit.
1: He's just, like, fucking hell he goes racing back up them stairs uh, to find uh the dunger all fucked up
0: yeah I he bursts into this... the dung's room everyone else is there now again yeah. like everyone just comes out again they burst in they see the dunger he's like' just on the ground he's all covered in b- with blood all over his face
1: yep and we see some bloodied handprints at the window
0: yeah we see like a trail of blood that leads from the dunger up the window and then out of the window so uh, everyone sees that yep. <clears throat> oh man!
1: So we cut to the lobby. Everyone in the building has sort of uh, congregated down there,
0: back in the foyer, whole bit. Yeah. yeah, the
1: very small place. Dwayne
0: runs in, panicked.
1: Yeah, and the cops are on their he's way. Like, what happened? It's like, and he immediately like turns to no, no. The they're, Shelly. They're, they're, they're,
0: he's like, "What happened?" And the Mario's like, "Someone killed the Dunga guy." And then like Shelly finally catches up because he's, he's been running. Yep, and he just turns on her. He's, he's like, just like
1: yeah! "Get out of here!"
0: God, and he like slams it. her against the wall, and he's like, "Get out of here! I don't want him killing you. I don't want him killing you." <laughs> Dwayne, right. everyone's just watching this because like, this is happening right, like, right in the yeah. middle of everyone.
1: And he, and he just Dwayne immediately like shoves her and starts barreling up the stairs,
0: barreling out right
1: stairs. past a, a detective who then stops him at his door and starts asking him questions. Yeah, he's there's, like, detect- there's two
0: detectives know. and they're already asking the tenant tenants, tenants questions. questions. So he's like, but Dwayne gets to his room. And then there's this hilarious, like, scene, like, like, the detective walks up and Dwayne's so, like, where, like, the is in the door, mm-hmm. so Dwayne's facing directly us and then the detective walks up next to him. But Dwayne doesn't look at him. He just keeps looking forward and then the detective keeps looking forward, but they talk to each other. Yep. He's like, what are you doing? And and like, Dwayne's like, nothing. <laughs> and he's like, what, you know, someone's being killed. And he goes... Really? And it's just like really bad.
1: How peculiar. Yeah,
0: he's like, like, do you have
1: any animals in there? And he's like, no, nothing. No animals. Not at all. No. No, I don't have animals. I don't like animals. Animals are the worst. No. 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 And he's like, you know, your neighbor was murdered. Do you mind if we come in? He's
0: yeah. like, the no. basically lets himself in.
1: Yeah, he really does. He literally grabs the door handle and just, like, opens it up and walks him in. So the room is still absolutely trashed, and this is also surprising to Dwayne. And he's like, oh, man, what happened in here? And then I- the cop immediately he's like, what's in the basket?
0: Well, first, first, um, all right, Super Mario comes in as well. And then um, Dwayne faux pas at one point when he's trying to explain, like, what was going, like, why. the He goes, oh, yeah, we actually trashed the r- room. We went out for burgers. Uh, I don't mean we, I mean me. Yeah. It basically says that line. <laughs> and then, of course, the detective's like, what's in the basket? Yeah. And the, uh, the detective reaches over, opens the basket, and there's nothing in there. It's empty. is like, Whew.
1: Lucky, lucky. But, of course, we see that there is uh, some of the money that the dunger picked up is still sitting on the dresser.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Well,
1: because he picked it up. To take it. But rather than putting it in his pocket, he put it on the dresser while he was rifling around in the drawers.
0: Yeah, but now the money is all bound up it's in a rubber like, band. Yep. Like, yep. it wasn't before. it no, was just a, it, it was just wasn't. a wad of money. But, and I was like, ah. Oh.
1: So the cop looks around and he knows. He's like, oh, you always leave your money laying around? And he's like, uh, I guess I forgot t- to put it in in, in something. somewhere else. And
0: then Dwayne, he goes like, where have you been all day? He goes, I've been out. And he goes like, oh, out all day. With Shelley, and he goes, "Can you prove that?" He goes, "Yes." Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, cool." He's like, "Well, <laughs> if you
1: think of anything else, <laughs> you give me a call."
0: And everyone leaves. <laughs> it's such bad scenes.
1: So good. So Dwayne immediately locks the the, the room door, and um, <clears throat> the toilet seat opens, and the monster pops out, and he starts like in on him. He's like, "Are you crazy? Like, we could have gotten caught. Like, we've got a, th- we've got shit to do." Um, he, he pulls him out of the toilet, wraps he's, a towel around him, and kind of dry, cradles dry him. Drying
0: him off. And then he's like, yes, no, yeah, you're right. I was seeing a girl. Yes, I didn't want you I to be upset. to
1: you. No, I didn't go to the doctors. No, I'm not deserting you. You know, and he kind of, he like dries him off and he's reassuring this monster that I'm not going to leave you. Don't you worry.
0: Remember, I'm doing all this for, for, you. for you. This was your idea mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. to come and do this stuff. And he's like... Okay, and they have their little monster the moment. They
1: do. It's really cute. They're kind of like cuddle in the bathroom. We cut to later that night at up into club with Casey. She seems to be the toast of the town. She's 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 like a host. You know, she's walking around. And she's like, hey, you, oh, buddy, nice to see you in here again. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll get drinks later. It'll be great. We'll have fun. Mm-hmm. And she catches Dwayne at the. Uh, at the the bar, he's got the basket on the the, the, bar, the bar top, and he's drunk.
0: And Joanne's never drunk before.
1: No, he's never drunk before. And he's like, ah, having drinks. Oh yeah, this uh, drunk acting is so good as well. And uh, so he basically talks. They have a bit of a chat, and she's like, oh, like, well, do you want to come to the back table with me? I've got some heavy boozing to do. And you know, we cut to them. In the back, they're drinking, they're laughing.
0: Look at the baskets up next to him.
1: Yep. And he's like, huh, yeah, I saw a mail, I'm a mailman. Drunk. <laughs> Lame. And they're just laughing and giggling. That- and then she's laughing. She's like, huh, what's in the basket? And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, my brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the reveal. My brother. And, and she like then- laughs thinking, oh, it's a joke.
1: Yep. And then he's like. No, it's a twin My Siamese brother And she kind of stops laughing And it's like And then he just starts in on this He, fucking,
0: starts, ra- no, he starts ragging on the this his is, brother first He goes He's all mutant He's like He looks like a bloody toad Like And I'm like oh
1: And he starts like So you know in Gremlins Where she just starts that terrible tale About her like dad Yep It, it goes into this terrible tale about
0: Dwayne tells the whole story And we get a flashback
1: He's like he talks to me up here oh, yeah. in my brain.
0: <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. He basically like the whole story goes like they were connected. Their mum died giving birth to them. This mm-hmm. is the story notes he says in this in the thing. And but then everyone hated them, and um, except for their aunt. Yep. Uh, they were a family secret and like the shame of the family. Um, and he can uh, he goes he hears his brother talking to him in his head. Um, he goes, and he goes, I used to be able to talk to him like that as well. Yeah. But when we got separated, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, and then, uh, they, 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 yeah, he goes like, they didn't want my brother to live. Yeah. They wanted him to die, but he fooled them he got, he got them back. He got stronger yep. and all this stuff. And, um, what's really funny is like my wife was hanging around when I was watching this and at the start of the movie, she's like, well, does not make sense? Why can't he talk? To the, the, the monster telepathically. Why is it only one way? And then this scene happened. It's yeah. like, oh, great, right? There writing. you go. There yeah, you that's go. exactly what.
1: Everything's tied up in a neat little package. So, yeah,
0: Casey looks at him and she's like, oh, oh what have I done? This guy's a fucking nut. And then we get a slow, f- uh, uh, and then Dwayne, ooh, getting all drunk, passes out onto the table and we get a, you know, we get a, a slow fade out. Yeah. And slow flay back into a flashback.
1: Oh, I love a flashback in a movie. We
0: cut to a room full of people at a funeral. Mm-hmm. And we see an angry man in front of a crib. Yep. We see a doctor on the left and we see the aunt.
1: Yep. Yeah, she's very matronly.
0: Yeah. She's, she she, she
1: kind of looks like the the house mother from Black Christmas, but less drunk.
0: Yep. And um, the dad is uh, at... This is the funeral of the wife who mm-hmm. died giving birth. And the dad's basically just going like yelling at this crib, going, no, no, it should be dead instead of my wife. And he goes to the doctor, you should have killed it before it killed my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, et cetera, et cetera. keeps going on about basically this account. Yeah, pretty and much. And then uh, we see that the the aunt is more more accepting and loving of this baby's crib. Whatever.
1: Yeah. So we cut to maybe
0: it's twelve years later.
1: Yeah, twelve years later, and um, the aunt is greeting a, a social worker, quite possibly. Um, and yeah,
0: she's from the state. She's office. from the state
1: office, and she's you know the aunt. She she says like I've been caring for him for the last twelve years. I've been homeschooling him. Them. Them. And yeah, the
0: the state is like she's there to see whether he's um educated enough to come into the high school system. Yeah. And yeah. um. Yeah, she keeps saying So the ladies keep saying, the state officer keeps saying him yep. and. The aunt keeps saying them, yeah. as in there's two of them.
1: Which is nice. She's, mm. She seems like a lovely lady. And and this woman starts asking, she's like, you know, can't they have like some kind of operation to separate them? And the the, the aunt says, the aunt's no, aunt's it's like, not that simple. No, not that simple. Um, then, of course, she she opens the door, revealing uh, a young, young Dwayne.
0: Which is played by just some kid.
1: Some kid. And he turns um, around. his monster brother is attached to his right side. This looks pretty cool.
0: Sideways, it's got she's like It's like
1: sticking out. It's like a puppet. Yeah. It's it's the, awesome. The
0: lady that the the council worker is like
1: <gasps>
0: in shock. She
1: recoils in fear. She's almost in a state of screaming, but she can't, you know, she's being professional, so she only starts crying just a little bit.
0: The um, aunt like sees the distress, but she's kind of also relaxed about this, like she's not into this lady, the aunt. Yep. Like this is like, you know, she she understands that no one's going to understand yeah. Dwayne uh, and the thing. And so she goes we should take this downstairs.
1: Yeah, so they head back down.
0: And that's the end of that scene.
1: No. So a new scene pops in. It's nighttime and Dwayne hears some doctors talking downstairs he's in bed. Yeah. and his dad. And he's the dad oh. is explaining to these doctors like, you know, my sister is away and um yeah. you know, we now is the time like I I want I want Dwayne to have the best that he can have it, life like he could be a normal kid. But we need to do this now, and we need to do this while yep. she's away.
0: Dwayne sneaks downstairs, and like, you know, to and spies on them, and we can see that that now there is a a young Doctor Needleman there, there, mm-hmm. and Doctor Cutter and Doctor Liffman, who the dad was talking to. Yeah. Um, but like the Doctor, uh, Liffman is very apprehensive about this. Like, he's yep. like, I don't think we should do this surgery. He's like, this
1: is kind of dangerous. Like, what if? And and, and he, like the dad is straight up like I don't care if that freak dies.
0: Yeah, because that that the thing is better off dead. Yeah, right. And he's we like, cut to a shot of like the brother,
1: <gasps>
0: like he's like, like, you know, he's hurt by these words. And then, um, yeah, the dad says that thing's better off dead. Yeah, like, and then we uh, Dr. Curtis, she steps in with all his smugness and cockswinging, goes like. I agree with the father. Mm. Oh, she got I'm a not bigger. Even, dick I'm not, not all even of sure it. the brother is even human, oh. and I'm like, you're not even sure. <laughs> Aren't you a doctor? Well, <laughs> um, in
1: her medical uh, opinion.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Then that's kind of that scene.
1: Uh, so they basically that's the end. Of,
0: that's the end of that scene, and then we cut to another scene, which is probably a couple of days later. Yeah. And where they've Doctor uh... Lieberman and the dad have. Got Dwayne, and he's like kicking and screaming against his will, and they drag him downstairs where they have set up a makeshift surgery room
1: in the kitchen or the dining room or something.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, with all the surgery stuff, and we have Doctor Cutter and Doctor uh, Needleman there in their um, surgery blues.
1: Yep. they hold him down. They start injecting the monster until both <laughs> of them. or brother! Go out now cold. he's the
0: brother now. Yeah, bro- you know, like, But this is a comedy scene. Like they inject the they inject the the, the brother on the side of the head. It's like. Yep. Yelling, you know, and he goes, oh, he injects it again, and it yells again, and then he goes, oh, injects it again, and it goes, ah,
1: bonk. Yeah.
0: All right, completely passed. Then uh, they go,
1: both go out, and then we get a surgery scene in which we get a lot of blood flying and acting. No well, one's actually doing anything. You see what they're just they're, kind of moving. Did you see
0: what they're using to cut it off with? No. A Swiss Army knife.
1: <laughs> it's an actual
0: <laughs> Swiss Army knife. I like paused it and looked. Like look. they, all three like of Dr. them Dr. Work- Cutter has a Swiss Army knife, not like.
1: <laughs> but all three of them work in medical facilities. Why didn't you just like bring a scalpel?
0: Well, they have other tools there. Yeah. They have all the other. Like, this whole room is like medical equipment yeah. and she uses a, Swiss, a red Swiss Army knife.
1: I don't know. I don't know. You know, oh, I it's love. crazy. But, yeah, it's
0: very, like, gory, like, as in, like, super over-the-top sound effects. Every time she's cut, he's like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then, love, of course, we get... And then it just
0: cuts to shots of, like, the medical equipment with, like, a bucket of blood getting thrown on it. And then we get the shot, the wide shot of them lifting um, the the, the brother off of him. And yeah. Kind of, and, like, you see this one drop that falls down and it makes this huge noise. Like, yeah. Like, it's really out of it. Anyway... <laughs> We, uh, that scene fades out. We fade into a new scene of Dwayne asleep in bed that night. Yeah. Well, some night? That night. No, it's that night. He wakes point. up and looks down.
1: <gasps> oh. He's all bandaged up, and his brother is missing.
0: San's brother, I wrote.
1: San's brother.
0: Uh, but then he sits up in bed and he stares and he goes, <gasps> and he hears something. He goes, Is that you, Belial? And I'm like, what
1: the fuck kind of name is Belial?
0: So Belial. And Dwayne what, and Belial. Because there is a bit like earlier on when he goes like, well, I have to give my kid two names now? Like, instead of one name? And then yeah. the dad was like yelling at my brother, that doesn't make any sense. Like. Yeah. And I thought at that point there would have been a good time to say the name, but yeah. no. No. So the name of the monster slash brother is Belial yeah. from now on. Belial.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Belial. Belial. I don't know. It might be a religious name because it doesn't come up spelt wrong in my word thing. So it might mean something. Yeah, maybe. Um, And he's like, Belial, is that you? So he can still telepathically hear Belial.
1: Which is good because it means that he's still alive, possibly. Anyway, he gets up. He goes outside to a wooded area.
0: To the forest.
1: To the forest, but then manages to find him in a trash bag by the side of the house.
0: Yes, With uh, all
1: the rest of the trash.
0: Yeah, he's in like a garbage bag. We see like the garbage bag rustle and like burst out is like the little hand. Yeah, like the mute, the little 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 hand. And and that's it. And then we cut to this scene.
1: This great scene. This scene. So the father is woken up by is, loud this banging. Is, this
0: might be another night. We yeah. don't know. Like,
1: it, yeah, we have no idea what's happening. It's like and that's soaring
0: okay. banging. It's like and ha- it's
1: the over the top like
0: circular source. So cir-
1: like. <laughs> Like bang, 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 and he he heads down down the stairs and then down into the basement, looking
0: for where these sounds are coming from.
1: And he's looking around. He's like he's trying to find out where these sounds are. Now he is walking around shirtless, in pajama pants, barefoot, but we get footstep sound effects.
0: Yep, nice.
1: It's amazing.
0: Yeah, he searches around for a while and then he hears an electric source start up. Like a he looks up. And see, at the top of this makeshift wooden ramp that obviously someone has made, there is a children's w- red cart wagon, you know, those things. Yep. And it's been fashioned into a death machine. Yeah. It has knives sticking out of it. It has pitchforks. It has all these sharp things. But in the center of it is a industrial size circular saw. Yeah. So it's like a three foot. Radius, no diameter, which one's which? <laughs> like, giant circular saw, I'll be in my stupid video game, yeah, attached to this thing, which is electric. going, and this, like, little red car runs down the ramp straight into the dad. We just see him yell with some blood, and then we see his two feet, and then they fall in opposite directions, yeah, implying that this cart. Cut him in half.
1: Yeah. Now, at this point as well, like, is it Belial that made it? Is it Dwayne that made it? Is it a combination of the two? I think and it's teamwork. Why, why didn't they go on to be an engineer? They're clearly smart enough to create teamwork. a death machine. Teamwork. You know?
0: And that's. And then, um,
1: we cut to the aunt. Yeah. So, so this, this is, is like this like, is maybe a couple more days later. Who knows?
0: And we get, we getting a POV shot of obviously someone hiding in the attic. The aunt comes in. Yeah.
1: She comes up and she's like, "Look, no one knows it was you. You can come out.
0: Everyone thinks Belial like, is dead.
1: It doesn't matter. Like you I'll,
0: know, I'll take. It's like no one. Like she's like, oh, uh, there are. There's no. There's no leads to your father's deaths. Yeah. The, the police don't know who did it.
1: So it's absolutely fine. So both boy and Belial come out. Yes, and I will look
0: after both. I will take care of both I of know. you.
1: Now they're a cute little family. But she dies. No,
0: wait. But then it cut to an awesome scene of the aunt reading both the boys a oh, story yes. by the fireplace. She's hugging Belial. Like, you know, she's on the rocking chair. He's sitting on her lap in a blanket. She's reading a story. Like little young Dwayne's there listening to the story, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. It is nice, and like, Blime's not angry or anything. No, it's just he's kinda...
1: just he's just a puppet staring he's off just into space. a puppet. Space.
0: <laughs> he's the Jim just... Henson nightmare. He's,
1: he's a fucking Jim Henson nightmare.
0: He's, even a skexy would like go ooh at that, yeah. that thing. Um, but then we're there. Then there's a hard cut to. to... Dead aunt, dead aunt uh, at her funeral, and yeah. we look up to see now the fully grown Dwayne, which is the one we know now, mm-hmm. and then a fade to black, and then we cut back to present day. So it's implying that like as soon as the aunt died, he basically went on this adventure. Yeah. So yeah, the next day, yeah. <laughs> um, we cut to present day, and uh, it's still the end of that scene. Dwayne's still drunk.
1: Yeah. So Casey's helping Dwayne and his basket upstairs and into his room. Um, she she basically she like. She's like, are you okay? He's like, I don't need your help. I don't need you. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. She leaves him at the door and obviously we get that scene. You know, we've all done it. You've been a bit too drunk and you're trying to get in the house. And, and you, you stop you just moving. stop and you like kind of start to like fade out a bit.
0: And he's and about to fall over. Casey she com- comes
1: back. She gets him in, he gets pa- him he onto he bed.
0: Dumps him onto the, onto the bed. He passes out.
1: But then he immediately, he's just like,
0: He opens his eyes and just gets straight up, beeline straight out the room, grabs the basket from outside the door, puts it back inside. When he walks in, he goes, oh, I left him out there. And then he just passes out again. Casey, now intrigued.
1: She, you know. She's
0: heard the story of this basket.
1: She gets a little curious and, uh, you know. She opens opens the basket. She opens the basket.
0: But and, there's nothing uh, in there.
1: It's empty. I actually at this at this point as well because we got it. This was a the very. Where she
0: opened her door first?
1: Yeah, but we get this very Exorcist three moment, and I was really bummed out that he didn't do it because the shot of her um looking into the basket. So we've got the POV from the basket looking up at her, and there was plenty of space to have him like behind her on the roof. That would have been so good.
0: Yeah, but no, failed
1: moment. They fucked it. Hen and Lottie, you fucked it.
0: 'Cause there is a lot of scene in the scene where he they do leave the basket out yep. in the hall when they're Yeah. So Belial so, could have gotten out at that home. That's
1: right. So there's nothing in the basket. She heads back to her room. She, she gets ready problem.
0: for bed, gets off her gear. Yep. You know get, takes off gets in a big uh, her nighty a big her oversized T shirt. Sleep shirt. Yeah. Sleep shirt. Takes off her knickers. Yep. Gets into bed.
1: We also get some very tense sort of music here and it this is very sixties. Horror kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. It's got like a a don 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 drum drum going off. It's it's really cool. The soundtrack to this is actually really good. And um, uh,
0: she gets in into bed. She doesn't get into bed. She gets onto bed. Yeah, goes to sleep. Must be a hot night. And we see that you know one of the pillows next to her falls down, and Bilal's is sitting on the bed.
1: Right, right next to her. Right, right next to her. He, re- and, he re- uh, and
0: instead of killing her, he reaches out. And he strokes his little paw down her body.
1: Gets a bit handsy. You know. it's, it's you know uh,
0: she like turns over, like basically straight looking at him. She fucking screams. Yeah. Screams as well. Like sure, she's, a... she's
1: gone for gold. She goes running out of the room and of course every fucking tenant they also come come out. She's like, Super Mario something, runs There's something up. in my room. He's just like rolling his eyes at this point. He's like, I'm just going to He hears kick the screaming again. Like,
0: ah! he runs up the stairs. He goes into he kicks every he goes through the crowd. He's like, get out,
1: get out of here, get out of
0: here. He gets into the room alone. He looks around. Mm-hmm. There's he nothing. See, he sees that the window is open.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like. He's like, look, no matter... He comes back out of the if crowd. If there was anything in there, it's gone. And the fucking crazy lady across Josephine. the hall, she immediately, she, she just grabs this woman. She's like, oh, you'll stay with me tonight and drags her into her room. And I'm like, oh, acting, acting. And and of course... And they say
0: we see, we see Belial now has obviously gone out of the window back into his room's window yep. and back into his basket. And we can see that he is fondling Casey's underwear.
1: <sighs> <laughs> what a pervert.
0: Um, Mario goes back downstairs and says the best line in the world.
1: What does he say? This
0: is the bit where he's This is like, your favourite? Yeah, he goes I he, he's walking down the stairs all flustered from all this shit so he goes, Ah, this isn't a hotel,
1: this is a madhouse
0: Just to himself and then is like walks down.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We cut to the next morning. Dwayne yep. wakes up with a hangover.
1: He's hungover and he's just like, Okay, let's let's get this over with. It's great. So they rock up to Dr. Cutter's office. And of course, we see on her door, Dr. Cutter, veterinarian. And he's just he's like... She's not even a doctor. She's a vet surgeon.
0: He says that he actually says she's an animal doctor. <laughs> he's an animal doctor? And I'm like, no, this is a vet. You're reading it.
1: So he's sitting in the waiting room with his giant basket on his lap. You've got some dogs, some cats. The dogs are sniffing at the basket and like, no, I don't like this. And, you know...
0: All right, I'm going to move this along because we're going real slow. <laughs> he
1: gets called in.
0: He gets called in. Dr. Cutter's there. She's like, hello? What, and he goes, there's something wrong with my cat.
1: It's my badly cut cat. It's awful. They head into the observation room and...
0: He doesn't open the basket and then he um he basically just reveals who he is to her. Yeah. He's like, you know, you you did this...
1: And we get this is a and great. And he's
0: expecting her to like, like everyone else, like recoil and in fear of what they've done. And she just fucking.
1: Oh, she's straight up. She's like, what? Uh, what,
0: are, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, what are you think you're gonna come here and threaten me? Yeah,
1: I. I she gets like, all in his
0: face, and he doesn't know how to react to that. No,
1: no, of course not. She's like, and but this is some really bad acting that we get. She's like, oh, look, you you are nothing to me. You are just like the freak we separated, like, however many years ago. Like, I've moved on with my life. Like, you go fuck yourself, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And then she goes, like, oh, have you come to thank me? Ha! Yeah, she... Yeah, she oh. goes, oh, have you come to thank me? And he's like, no! And he starts to, like, lose it a bit. And she's, like, right in the middle of her monologue, she kind of just stops, looks down and goes,
1: what's in the basket?
0: What's in the basket? She opens it. While I always in there, instant just yells at her. It's like,
1: ah!
0: <laughs> yells at her uh, in her face and jumps onto her. Doctor S- Cutter yells, lots of yelling in this. Lots thing. So You of got yelling. Belial yelling. You got her yelling.
1: At one point, she just straight Duane up locks- backhands Dwayne.
0: Yeah, Dwayne actually so gets backhanded in the in the commotion. Dwayne uh, Dwayne locks the door. So the, uh, the, the 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 two twin receptionists that mm-hmm. were in like for some reason the, yep. the receptionists hear this, this commotion and they run down like knocking on the outside of the door. Like you know, Doctor Carter, is like is and you know, is bleeding from the face.
1: Well, this is great as well because we get Belial's like hand is going up. It reaches kind of in her mouth and is trying to pull her down by her jaw. And she's just like, blah, 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 blah. and then she goes down, she comes back up. She's all bloodied, like blood coming out of the and mouth. That she goes go back down, down comes again, back comes, comes up, back up, shot. it's not a problem. And then she reaches to her scalpel drawer.
0: See, and that blows on her back and he's mm. kind of like grabbing her from the back of her yep. face. Like trying to choke I don't know her, how, her as well. I don't and... know how you'd have any mass to stop anyone because he's like, you know what I mean? Like, he's super strong. He can control gravity maybe. Yeah. Clearly because he can stick to walls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe She's like reaching out to blood. the drawer and she like pulls the drawer open. Like, and we can see it's a drawer full of scalpels. She reaches in to grab a scalpel. She drops it on the ground because, and then um, Belial gets her by the back of the head and pushes her head into the scalpel drawer, which wouldn't do anything. Because these no. were all neatly no, they're laid, all, like, laid out. So, of but course. yeah, and we, we cut to. Um, the,
1: the, they bust out of the, the office and run out of the hall, and then the no, nurse. No, no, no.
0: Like, they, they run out another door. Yep. All right, so yeah. So, so the
1: nurses bust in, and in, we like, see
0: Belial and Dwayne have now bailed. So yep. they, they they pack up and 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 run out of another door, and then the deceptionist bursts in. Yeah, and we just get a sh- a, f- a front shot of Doctor Cutter, but it's like they, they you can see where they go now. Yeah, like like she's not saying anything, <laughs> and she has like five or six giant scalpels sticking out of her face in all different directions, but she's not saying anything, and it's in the shot, and then just as soon as the shot hits her, she start, and then then she starts yelling as yeah. if like, you can imagine like, and yell, yeah. like go.
1: The editing wasn't quite there.
0: And uh, she starts just going, Aah! like yelling into the camera in this one static shot, and she does like, like it was like, and it's like that Evil Dead at the end of Evil Dead when the dead eye goes. Wah! And, you know, slowly falls out of shot. She just yeah. does that for ages.
1: Like,
0: and slowly she just like pans down out of shot. Like she doesn't fall. She just kind of moves downwards out of shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So fucking good. And we don't know if she's dead. We don't know. She could survive that. Who knows? That maybe she's in Basket Case too. I certainly haven't seen it. Um back at the motel, secretary rolls up, uh, catches Dwayne, and she's she's beside herself. She's like, "Oh my god, like Dr. Needleman is dead. I'm an absolute wreck." Um sh- he takes her upstairs. He comforts but her. But he's kind of
0: also like he's just done what's happened and he's kind of like, "Oh my god, like this is not the time." And she starts crying on him and he's like, oh, "Okay. Yeah, okay. Come come in. Come into my room." Doesn't know what to, doesn't know what else to do.
1: No, no. What else can you do? So you know he comforts her in the room. They get a little bit close. They start to kiss a little Shelly, bit.
0: Shelly, uh, like she's madly in love with him, yeah. and I just ran away. Like, Why?
1: There's red flags everywhere on both ends. They start
0: kissing. They oh. kiss. They lay down onto the bed. Mm-hmm. They kiss.
1: Yeah. There's a bit of a.
0: Dwayne Dwayne sits up. She, she presents her clothed body. Mm-hmm. He touches her clothed boobs.
1: Mm-hmm. A classy guy, this Dwayne.
0: And then, whilst this is happening, Belial just bursts out of the basket. The basket lip flies up. He's on it, he, so he's there. She can see him and he just starts yelling. hmm. Ah! Dwayne, this is a real weird scene. Dwayne holds Shelly down. Yeah. So he's like, like, and she's like, oh my God. Like, she's looking at the monster. He's like, what are you doing? Let me go. He just holds her for ages and he slowly looks around at Belial and smiles. Yeah. But, like, I thought, oh, he planned this. But, th- no.
1: No, it's not planned. So, he kind of, like, wraps her up in a sheet.
0: Yeah, he, like, um, grabs and he like it. ghosts
1: her with a sheet and just.
0: And then he picks her up and yeets her out of the room in a wrapped up sheet. She, like, flies out, hits the other side of the wall outside in the hall. Yeah. Goes down. To her, like you know, falls down because he's wrapped in a sheet. She gets up and just starts trying to she's get back in. She's banging on. The, she's
1: like, "I don't understand. I love you." Yeah, I don't
0: understand either. What's going on? No, nah.
1: and he's like, "Go away. It'll never work. It'll no, never work." No, no. But work. then he goes.
0: So then he goes. He grabs Belial, stuffs him in back into the basket, and he yells at Belial like, "You ru- You always ruin everything." Yeah. So he's angry. I thought he was. Ha- he was like in cahoots, but no. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. Him no. coming out and yelling. And then, like, he just yells to shit, like, go away. It'll never work. He, like, slumps down to the floor crying. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking horrible. Yeah. This is where like, the movie should have ended.
1: Yeah, Like, look, with Dr.
0: Lieberman. I, re- I mean, Dr. Probably.
1: So, she goes to leave. And then, of course, she has her big acting moment. Oh, like, like in the stairs? Like, in the stairs. She's like, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne.
0: And, like, <laughs> and then just turns.
1: Hello!
0: She, like, she's, like, running down the stairs. stops. Turns around. <laughs> Does the Dwayne yell?s yep. Stops, turns back around, runs down the stairs like all the, <laughs> and then we cut to, cut to night time at the hotel. Yep, like must be later on.
1: Um, so like Belial opens up the basket
0: and he and Dwayne's and, and asleep in bed. So yep. This is in the middle of the night.
1: Yep. yep. Um, and Dwayne, you know, Dwayne's asleep, so he climbs out onto the floor. We get ben... that great stop motion, and he is basically at the side of the bed. Uh, he reaches out to Dwayne's sleeping red, body. And his
0: eyes glow red.
1: Yeah, doesn't touch him.
0: Yeah, but like, so so Belial's eyes glow red. This has never happened in the film. I mm-hmm. don't know what it, what's the significance signif- signif-
1: significance
0: of it. Yeah, yeah, we see Belial's little like paw reach out to Dwayne as if to kill him, but then stop and apprehensively go back like I can't kill. Yep. Like, I- as in, like, he's like red with rage or something with his eyes, like he's in kill mode. Or something. Yeah,
1: maybe. I th- I'm pretty certain. I thought it was like... like
0: him telepathically doing something.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm getting. So, so uh... Bilal,
0: instead of killing Dwayne, he decides to not kill Dwayne.
1: Yeah. Instead, he climbs out the window and screams into the night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Bilal gets onto the windowsill and goes, like, <laughs> Ah! He does it three times in a row, which I thought was heaps funny. Yep. Uh, and this yelling isn't a monster. It's just like a yell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a person yelling. It's fantastic. So Dwayne, at this point, he's tossing and turning in his bed. He's real sweaty. And we cut to a naked Dwayne just running down the street. Yeah. So basically, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne's
0: night. having a nightmare and we cut into the dream. Mm. Dwayne's dream is he's running down the street completely naked. And he is. In this film, oh, he naked. He is completely naked, he's full frontal nudity, h- hanging dong, donger, uh, running down the street of New York. They must have found like uh, just an abandoned bit and just quickly did it. Yeah. Um. So he's having a nightmare. He's having the nude nightmare where you yeah. run, you're running down the street naked.
1: So he reaches, he, he gets to an apartment building. Uh, he looks up, and we get, um, you know, the, there's a window open. He looks up, and, and we get we, the
0: uh, we get the vibe straight away that he's yeah. now at Shelley's. Uh, apartment building. Yes. He goes inside her room. This is all put POV of like now. of yep. him. He's we, we see her sleep in her bed. Yep. Naked.
1: And, uh, you know, Dwayne Dwayne reaches out. With the he, POV
0: shot, like we see his arm. He starts
1: caressing her face and caressing her feet. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This is a dream. It's like it's a weird a dream. sex dream. He pulls back the sheet. We She's see naked. completely naked. We see... He climbs up. We and see all her nakedness as oh, well. Oh, yeah, she naked.
0: Yeah, we see from the POV of him getting onto her and, he's move, like, and moving back and forward the camera. So yeah. he's having sex with her. She doesn't wake up. What's no. a dream, so? No. And then we cut back to sweaty Dwayne in bed, still having the dream. And he, he wakes up instantly. And he sits up. And he runs over to the basket. He looks in the basket. There's nothing in there. Bilal's not there. Oh, and then no. Dwayne looks over to the window. He sees the window open. <gasps>
1: he puts two and two together. Oh. Uh, at this point, we cut back, and the secretary up. wakes up screaming. It's not a dream. It's not a dream. Belial is on top of her, and he attacks. He start. He wraps his hands around her neck, and he starts choking her. And of course, we get some top notch death acting here as well. Um, you know, she's like, ah!
0: and she's dead. Yeah. And then Belial just goes back to having sex with her.
1: Yeah. So his eyes start to glow again. And then Dwayne busts in with the basket to find Bilal on top of her. And
0: this is a wide shot as well. So we see the naked her lying there with this puppet humping her. Mm -hmm. And Dwayne running in in the background. And it's like, it's quite a... And like, the thing that makes this seem fucked is like all her crutch is covered in blood. It's bloodied. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne...
1: So yeah. Dwayne runs over. He wrestles Belial back into the basket, closes the basket. But no, lid. it's weird
0: because he grabs Belial, and Belial makes this weird sound as if, like, like, like not an angry sound. It's, like, quite gross. Yeah, And, like, he picks is. him up and he's all dripping with blood. Um,
1: Dwayne kind of assesses the mess that's been left by Belial. Yeah, he kind of looks
0: back and realises the, just... the gravity of the situation. Yeah, he bails. He bails. Dwayne, Dwayne He runs out.
1: So they're running down the street and Dwayne is just yelling at the basket at this point. Like, he's
0: smashing it into walls. Yeah. Like, she was good.
1: She wasn't one of them. Yeah. So then he runs back to the hotel and he's still screaming and as he's struggling up the stairs with this basket. He to run
0: past Mario. And like, Mario is just,
1: he, at this point, he's just like, I'm fucking sick of this shit. This bitch has got to go. So he goes. He's like he goes running up after him. And now
0: because he's making so much noise, everyone wants to get in the building. Uh, you know, comes out of their rooms and sees Dwayne running through this hallway, yelling at a basket that you uh, and stuff. And then Dwayne runs into his room and, and closes the door. Yeah. And then Mario opens the door.
1: He busts in and everyone's kind of standing behind him. The basket opens and then everyone starts screaming everyone at the side Belisle. of the aisle. Um, Belial then grabs Dwayne's dick.
0: Yep. Like gra- grabs his crutch. Grabs his crutch. Uh, Dwayne's in clothes. Yep. And he lifts Dwayne up by his crutch mm-hmm. and we get a wide shot of him holding you out, and Dwayne du- and is going, ah, yelling. Yep. Um, and then like Dwayne yells and then Belial yells. Just yells. That's all yelling. he does. Then, um. They- Bel- Belial jumps onto Dwayne from out yeah. the basket and starts attacking his face, and Dwayne and Belial fall backwards out of the window, and they're up like three stories, four stories, whatever. Yeah. By- uh, Mario looks out, uh, runs over, and looks out of the window, and we see that Belial has grabbed onto the hotel si- neon sign, and Belial is also holding Dwayne yeah. by the neck, and he's mm. not trying to kill him anymore. No, I don't think Belial's trying to save him, but because Belial is so strong. And he's trying to hold Dwayne. He accidentally strangles Dwayne. A bunch yeah. of people on the on the uh, a bunch of street ladies are work, walking, working on at the bottom on the street. They look up and go, "Oh, look at that!" And as oh, soon this as is, this is some as soon as they say stuff. that, basically a musical crowd just walks into shot. Like as it like there's like about fifty people suddenly like from one person going,
1: "Look!" And it's so good because it's like, "Hey, are you okay up there?" What's going on?
0: Yeah, they're yelling out, and then like below, like you know, he's hanging on. He's like, oh, he's, like, he's he realizes that he's hurting Dwayne, he, and like he can't can't save him, so he does whatever he can. Eat. Below, let's go. Yep, they both fall down. Splat. Mm. Dwayne splats onto the ground. Below splats onto the ground. They're dead.
1: Next to each other. Yeah, they're joined together. Yeah,
0: they fall down and they fall down. Like, Bilal is in the place where the scar was. So, like, as if they're together again. Yeah. They both fall to their death. Um And then there's a wide shot of the crowd, like, kind of looking over them. And then the credits roll. Yep. Over the crowd.
1: Yep. <laughs> the end. End. The end. The end.
0: Final thoughts. I wrote, Um, that was definitely something. <laughs> wow. Fucking basket case. I'd forgotten every moment of this film as I was watching it. Like yep. i had, I said I'd I'd forgotten that the whole sex bit was in it. Like lots of the kills were off camera though, so that was a little bit annoying, but yep. like you said, they just probably had no budget. Yeah,
1: there was zero budget. No, they, had
0: the, they made the thing. It yeah. was clearly waterproof because they had blood on it all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um now this film was preserved by the Museum of Modern Art and re um what's the word? or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rejiggered, um, and then re-released for for everyone, which which is fantastic. And this film is absolutely ridiculous. Like,
0: and it's it- weird that it has such a cult following in like in the Museum of Modern Art and yeah. all that stuff. Like, but then again, like its story's got like it's not just a killing machine. No, it's like this weird love between two brothers and like this telepathic link and well, you know, and like. Having to, you know, at what point is your family getting in the way? like, yep. you know, having like And then, like, the, the the poor thing, I didn't even know I had, like, knowing it'll never, like, be able to be a lady, but it probably has the, it clicks into, it's like E.T. It clicks yep. into the emotions of what Dwayne was having. So when, as soon as Dwayne starts thinking about women, it started thinking about women. Like, yeah. And just stuff like that. Like, I mean, it's still ridiculous.
1: Oh, yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous. The acting's bad. Everything about this film is bad, and I fucking love it. I love yeah, but it's not bad, about bad.
0: It. It's not, no, 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 It's not a McConaughey.
1: No, it's not. It's definitely not it's, a McConaughey. It's, it's
0: bad, but like, yeah, a, McCona- a McConaughey doesn't get.
1: No, the, this this is a fun. You know, the modern this is, art
0: doesn't create, you know, no, rejuvenate
1: it. Not at all. Not at all. But this is this is definitely one of those films where it's it's like it's like a Jay special. It's very dumb. It's very like, you know, under budget. Over the top, silly, bad acting, all this, that and the other. And it just makes it such an enjoyable film. It's
0: like all these guys' films, they're all very similar yeah, well, in tone. Like all his um all his comedy comes from ridiculous characters acting bad, I think, on purpose. Yeah. Like, they probably do, like, lines, and he's like, no, that's not stupid enough. Do yeah. it again, stupider.
1: Go a little stupider. Because, um, you know, I mean, we watched Frankenhooker earlier this year, and that was... fucking loved that. That was so much fun. um So, you know, he's definitely got his own style that is very noticeable.
0: Mm. I didn't like the... I thought the rape stuff was a bit gross.
1: Well, look, I never like a rape thing. Um, and this
0: a- was in the 80s as well, so rape was a different tone back then. like Yeah, and we're not talking... It wasn't about much. It was in a film. It's not like...
1: It it wasn't like a nice spit on your grave where we get that, you oh, know, th- this is a horrible thing that's happened, but this woman is going to get her fucking revenge, like that no, kind of thing. She just got
0: killed and sexed before and after in, she- in in this Shelley.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, but this was this was so much fun. And at I was- a
0: time when like in movies they think you can have sex with someone and they don't wake up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like there's like- a lot of questionable things of like it, no, that wouldn't fly today.
0: Mm. Um. The best Mario was clearly Mario Hotel Owner. Yeah, who was just like, who was just like, uh, you know, credited as Hotel Man or something yep. like that. He doesn't even have a name. Yeah. Um, I liked him. Yeah. And like, uh, just the way he just had to deal with all this shit. Well, not just
1: that. Like, we didn't mention as well that these are like real thick heavy New York accent. So it's got, it's, it's almost like that Jersey kind of twang to it. Yeah, some
0: of them had real Jersey accents. It was real
1: thick and that just made it so much better as well. Like just added to it. So what did you give it?
0: I gave it two. I gave it a Kesha. It's a low budget hot mess. Yes. And we haven't had a Kesha in ages. We haven't had a Kesha in ages. And an F. Fun and done trash pile. Yeah. It's exactly that. Those two.
1: Look, I would probably, you could probably add a third in there. You could probably say that this is a beer and chicken wing group movie. But yeah, maybe. this is probably more. The, the sexy more,
0: stuff is a bit weird at the end.
1: This is more of a weed and chicken.
0: Oh, you know, you, shit. you probably
1: just want to get a little bit toasty before you watch this film.
0: Ah, um, what did you give it?
1: Look, I, I didn't actually rate it, but yeah, you I pretty you much agree. agree with you. Um, definitely fun and fun and dumb trash pile. Um, definitely. Akesha, it's a low budget hot mess, but you bit know, a, he bit obviously bit did of a
0: Cronenberg vibe or body horror stuff? Definitely, definitely. Cronenberg should remake it. Oh god.
1: Do you think that this would work remade? No. I think that they could re- like if they did it. It would be very different it, now. It would be different. It would be like an A24 slow burning horror nah, and it nah, wouldn't be it's but set it's set in 1982 away... like they do a period piece. Yeah. How good would that be? It, it would absolutely... take away from it, but yeah, so um, now, what are we going to watch next? Next, 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 It's next. you. So this is going to be the next film that we're going to do is going to be the first film of 2024.
0: How, what's a good way to bring in the 2024? What have you got?
1: Uh, uh, Your list is there. You're not no, even looking no, no, at no, no. it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm pausing for a dramatic effect. Um, We're going to start off the year with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes.
0: Oh, I've never seen that.
1: 1978. I have also never seen that. And I'm very keen.
0: Yeah, because it's it's rated as the worst film of all time, isn't it?
1: One of. uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space is well and truly up there. And Battlefield Earth with John Travolta.
0: Oh, that film.
1: Yeah, the Scientology film. Yeah. I've also uh, never seen that. But yeah, one of the worst films of all time. So yes, we're going to kick off 2024 with Attack of the (laughs)
0: Giant Tomatoes. Killer Tomatoes.
1: Sorry, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I'm very excited. Um, So before we... Sign off for the day. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to grab your tickets to the Bonfire Horror Club. Gremlin screening is happening on the 29th of December. So you're everybody's going to be all fat from Christmas and tired and grumpy and just in the mood for a good film. Christmas film. Christmas film. Um. I didn't write any names down again because I've been a little bit slack with our socials because I'm, like, deep into to work okay, Christmas mode. No,
0: there's a list on the other episode. There's
1: a list on the other episode.
0: So people like Neither News, Palace Never Cinema, Bonfire Club, Underground Records, Vicious Video, Galactic Video, um, Greenlight Comics, Chris Franks, William, Ian Westwood, Robert Thomas, Tsunami Hijah, Adam Gillespie, Patrick Roberts, um... Mums, mums, and all that—that's some of the people that have been interacting with us over the last fortnight. Thank you mm-hmm. very much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, so you have been listening to Terror Vision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services, so make sure you like, subscribe—you know that old that old chestnut. Um, make sure you share with your friends, and you can interact with us on Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod.
0: And until next time, may all your dreams be nightmares.